Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Fort Worth Armory, Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter, Walter. Welcome inside Armed American Radio's AAR Sig Sauer Studios, the AAR Ranch lit up for you, ready to rock and roll. In this hour of the program, we're on the Fort Worth Armory Platinum Microphone, and all of it is being brought to you by the great X insurance it's hot here today greg over in dallas i know it's hot in dallas too yeah but i love this time of year don't you love this time of year i love the heat uh yeah it doesn't bother me i remember when this used to be summer and i didn't have to do anything other than get out of school with passing grades and then just kind of ride four wheelers with my friends and go camping and go uh play war in the the woods and all that kind of stuff and now i just show up to work every day we had dirt clod fights same at Same. construction sites where they were building houses. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. I, we would put ramps up. We would build ramps. They would, in Michigan, when I was a little kid, they would, you know, basements are big up there, right? Yeah. The houses had basements. They'd dig the pit yep. in the construction sites. We would, we, I would steal my, my little sister had one of those bikes with a sissy bar on it. Yep. And the high handlebars. Okay. And that thing was so easy. We could pop wheelies and just ride wheelies down the street on that bike. I love that bike. And I remember it was orange. But we used to build ramps with construction materials and try to ride the bike over the ramp, over the, the big hole for the basement. And we'd fall into this pit. And nobody ever got in trouble. We weren't wearing any helmets. And we're still sitting here talking on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd be riding those wheelies. We'd fall off and crack our tailbone, you know. We were the limping home, and Mom would yell at you. What were you doing? Cool, don't do it next time. You learned a valuable lesson. Not today. You know, I when I was a kid, walking on uh, um, uh, a house that's being built was fascinating. Just to Loved be able it. to walk in and see all the, the, the framework and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and what they were doing. I had no idea what any of it meant, but it was always fascinating to me. And, and like you were saying, we would play on these sites and, you know, would pick up small sticks that were laying around and have sword yeah. fights and all kinds of stuff. Yep. But, I mean, we were like the last feral generation. And now these these kids are just playing with their phones all day. I mean, you could be doing so much yeah, more fun exactly. things outside. Well, we would have BB gun fights. Yeah, of course. When we were kids. Of course. We weren't wearing goggles. That was we weren't war. wearing helmets. We were throwing dirt clouds at each other, you know, with, in the mounds at the construction sites. Yep. You'd pop your head up and get hit with a big old giant hunk of dirt. <laughs> you know, people went home wounded. Yeah. You know, they were real dirt cloud fights. That was back when being a kid was fun. And, and, you know, if you got home and mom, if you didn't make it for dinner, you got yelled at when you came in. Bruises and scrapes came standard issue at the end of the day. That was fun being a kid back in the day. Yep. 
I had a tree fort in my backyard. Remember when my dad first bought the house? I was 11 years old. I'll never forget it. He said, you're going to love the house. This one was in North Olmsted, Ohio. He said, you're going to love this house. It's got a tree fort in the back. And nice. it did. And the thing was way up there, man. My mom didn't, didn't bother my mom, but I was 11 years old, climbing 50 foot up on these things on the side of a tree. I'd mm-hmm. sit up in that thing all day and throw things at my sisters from up above and then hide. <laughs> you know, sometimes hit them. Yeah. And I'd get in trouble. But I was right back in the tree fort the next day with my friends. The fort you know, was never off limits. The fort was never off limits. I think I got, I think my mom would, you know, ground me from it for a few days if I was, you know, dependent on what I was throwing down at everybody at it. But that's back when being a kid was fun. Yeah. And you're right. We actually went out and did things, talked to each other, had a great time, threw things at each other, shot BBs at each other. The inside was, to, was the worst tried place to be. Tried to evil can evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't want to be inside. No. That was punishment. Yeah, you're doing chores or you're sitting in your room bored. When you go outside, it's all of a sudden the world is a stage and your imagination is the end, end result there. It was... Whatever your imagination can come up with is what you were out there doing. You were fighting bad guys, or you were flying through the sky, or you were doing all kinds of things, having mm-hmm. a great time. And your friends would be out with you on the bikes, and you're out riding until yeah. your legs are exhausted, and then you're like, I'm this far away from home, and I've got to get back home on this bike. Yeah. Well, I, we tried to build spaceships, real ones. And we had the toy rockets that we would shoot up. Leftover fireworks. Right. Yeah, oh, I, I remember being a Cub Scout, too. I was a Cub Scout. I never, I don't think I was ever a Weeblow. What is a Weeblow, anyway? I've got no idea. It's Cub Scout, Weeblow, Eagle Scout, right? I've, I don't know. I never made it to Weeblow. I, I, I kind of got out of that. I was a little bit old. I was but, never in Scouts. I did Scout. We did the soapbox derby cars where you'd roll this thing down a hill with no brakes, and your dad pushed you as fast as he could to make it go. The faster the point, and those things would wipe out all the time. Nobody's moms got mad at their dads for pushing them down the hill as fast wow. as they could go. We did have helmets with those things, though, because they were subject to wiping out a little bit. Yeah, you down get a little, bottom of the, little hand gloves, yeah. maybe some elbow pads or something, just so you didn't scrape yourself up too bad. But other than that, it didn't really matter. I see little kids walking around my neighborhood now. And they've on bikes with with the this training wheels on the back, and they've got knee pads, elbow pads, and helmets on. I'm like, really, mom? Yeah. That they're going to have to whip that thing over to make it top heavy because it's got training wheels on it, mom. They're, they're going to be okay. Yeah. We're all still here, and you know that made for that you know that made for an alpha male generation, right? It, yep. it made for people who became entrepreneurs. It made for people who went out and, and did things and created things. Yep. And what do we have now? A generation of betas with these stupid phones in their hands. A bunch of kids that never learned how to do dangerous things carefully. I love when I drop my phone because I yell at it. I don't care where I do this is true. If I drop it when I'm getting out of the car, I yell at it in the middle of a parking lot. I hope that hurt. <laughs> and people look at me, you know, pick it up and look at it. I got cracks in this thing. Oh, mine too. Man, I hate them, but they're just a fact of life. But I, I think Steve Jobs, and when all this is said and done in a few hundred years, but Steve Jobs is going to go down as evil for creating these things. They're doing tremendous damage to the psyche of this nation. Bill Gates is really and, trying know, to top that list. Oh, he definitely is trying to top this list, no question. But when you look at you make the correlation about kids today. When I was doing that stuff as a kid, and we were taking NRA rifle classes, and we had BB guns, 
Nobody shot up schools. Mm-mm. We were throwing dirt clouds at each other. We got into fist fights. We were kids being kids. And we didn't have the problems that we have today. And the, the mental, look, if you've ever been on your phone at night and it stressed you out, imagine what it's doing to 10, 11, 12-year-old kids that are thumbing through this nonsense all day long, mm-hmm. being fed this garbage. Or being bullied. And parents, I, yeah, I hate to tell you, Mom and Dad, I hate to tell you this, but no matter what safeguards you put on the phone for those kids, they're steps ahead of you, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, but your teenage boys are looking at stuff that... You don't want them looking at. It's that simple. And to think that you put it in their hands instead of taking it from them and kicking them out and say, get outside and play. Mm -hmm. I don't know if those days are over or not. I think they might be uh, because their friends friends have got phones and their parents aren't aren't doing that to them. So they just share. We don't see kids roaming the neighborhoods anymore like when we were kids. Bicycle piles in the front yard for everybody was hanging out. I'd like to see some neighborhood trees get TP'd once in a while. At least I know the kids were out there doing stuff. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. And you don't hear any mom out there yelling at night or making a phone call. Have you seen Pauly? Yep. If you see him, you tell him he better get his butt home. Because his dad's going to whoop him. He was supposed to be home at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock and the kid's 12. Yeah. <laughs> right? Not today. The only, no. uh-uh. the, only, the only electronics we wore was a watch. That was it. Yeah, I did. I've had a watch on my wrist since I was 10 years old. I can't even take one off. If I take it off, I feel butt naked. <laughs> I have to have a watch on. Mechanical watch. And see, I believe every man needs one of three things here. It needs three things. A nice pair of shoes, one decent suit, and a nice mechanical watch. And a, good, and a gun. And a good I pocket I throw knife. that in there. Well, pocket knives, I mean, that just goes with the territory. But we carried that stuff when we were kids. Yeah, I had a pocket Because knife. why? We learned how to whittle with knives. There were whittling classes in, in Cub Scouts. We went fishing. We learned how to gut fish. Mm-hmm. We'd go to a local pond, fish for carp. And I remember the big carp. There was a big rumor. This this pond in Michigan, Big and Hairy is what we called it. And everybody was wanting to be the person that caught Big and Hairy. And Big and Hairy was the carp. And I'm I'm pretty sure I caught Big and Hairy. So you know what we did with it? This is going to really upset a lot of liberals, but we cut a window box into it. I'll let you figure out what that is. Today we'd probably be arrested. Our parents would probably still be doing time. God forbid you walk into a construction site nowadays, somebody's going to get arrested for a felony. Kids with BB guns? No way. I would love to see my kids out playing, you know, cowboys and Indians. That's what we did when we were kids. Can't do that now, can you? We'll be back right after this. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Hey, welcome back. I've enjoyed looking at the chat here during the break. Uh, Martin posted a picture of the bike that I described. 
The only difference is the front wheel was a little bigger and it had the higher sissy bar, Greg. You know the one that went up about two and a half, three feet? Yeah, absolutely. That, was that you the, could lean against, right? Yeah, or they could hold on if you were pumping somebody from, you uh-huh. know, they were on the back part of the seat and you were on the front and you had to stand up so you could get your legs pumping a little more to get a little more speed going. Yeah, there's some great memes out there. Back when I was a kid, this meant get your butt home. It didn't say butt, but you can figure out what it said. And it was a picture of a streetlight on. Yep. That's exactly right. Love that stuff. And then somebody says, did he just say Cowboys and Indians? Scott said, yeah, that's what I said. Because that's what we played when I was a kid. It was totally acceptable. We bought the outfits in stores. You remember that? Uh, Indian yeah. headdresses and cowboy outfits. Halloween costumes that were worn all year long. Do You know, with the face paint kits. Do yes. that today. Yes. They'll throw you out of school. Cultural appropriation. Uh, there'll be You're some kids. Offend some idiot. Some kids will actually need counseling after seeing you wear that. That's because they're in these phones all day. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Those were the days. Yeah, those were the days. My kids and my neighbors' kids across the street grew up together from the time they were one and three, and we called them the bike gang. They would go out. We made them go out. They were out riding their bikes until you know, until it got dark out. And me and the neighbors and my wife would sit out there, have a couple adult beverages in the driveway and some lawn chairs. The only thing that would have made it more fun if it was the lawn chairs with the, the straps on them. Remember those? You know, the nylon straps, the lawn chairs that you folded up and put in the garage. Oh, okay. And then we threw lawn jarts when we were kids, the real ones with the heavy pointed tips, and we're still here. Yes, jarts, jarts, man. That was fun stuff. Oh, now we've got people in New York City trying to get rid of pizza ovens. Wood-fired, wood-burning pizza ovens because of emissions. It's an upside-down world. Let's transition and pivot now to stupidity. I wanted to remind you of what life was like in America back when it was real life. And we didn't have the problems that we have today. And if you don't think there's a correlation between 24-7 fake news and these devices and the internet, you're out of your mind. It's clearly there. No question about it. Now, that's not to say, do we want to go back to the old days? I remember my girlfriend would call my house, right? And the phone was attached to the wall. And I remember my dad was really cool and he bought us one of those long stringy cords that we could walk foot 20 cord. feet into the other room. Remember that? Yep. So I could go sit in the other room and talk to my girlfriend, Jana. She had a really cool name, Jana. Her dad's name was John. Her mom's name was Donna, and they named her Jonna. Oh, there you go. We still talk to this day. We're still friends. Amazing stuff. I was back in Michigan. Kid Rock song, All Summer Long, reminds me very much of my childhood. I'm a little bit older than him, but that's what we did up in northern Michigan. We went fishing. We went water skiing. We went out on dirt bikes. Do you know who taught me how to ride my first dirt bike? You don't know that. I shouldn't have asked you that question, right? That, it could have been anybody. Gordy Howe, famed hockey player. Oh, cool. Yeah, he had a cabin right next to my friend Joey Clayton. His son, Mark Howe, the great hockey player. Yeah, because I would have got guessed water Gordy with Howe. me and taught me how to put skis on. I learned how to water ski from these people. But Gordy Howe got on the back of that dirt bike with me and was yelling at me and cussing at me to shift. He was saying, <laughs> shift, blank, blanket, shift, blank, blanket. Gordy Howe. That's a true story. And he was a Michigan legend. Still is a Michigan legend. Is he still alive? But that's what happens. No, 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 sadly. 
But yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of fun growing up. And today we have all these problems that we didn't have then because life was simpler. And as it's gotten more complicated, we have sick, twisted, evil people that we met in the first hour of the show. Now, we have an audio clip of Hockle. Mm. And I want to point out here, Ranji Singh over at Bearing Arms wrote a piece that is utterly brilliant. And I can't wait to talk to Cam and Ranji about this. I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Much accolades, mad props for this piece. New York Governor Kathy Hockle packs incredible gun control lies and claims into a 58-second video. Now, we have the audio of that 58-second video. And his article, Breaking This Down, I thought, did I write that? And did he take it from me? Because it is exactly the way I would have written it. It's exactly the way I would comment on it. So let's play the clip from this tyrant whatever you want to call her in New York, Greg. All right, here we go. This is a state where we protect our people. We take this responsibility deadly seriously. One year ago this week, the Supreme Court's decision to make our state more dangerous and take away the rights of a governor to protect her people from concealed carry weapons. It was a reckless and shocking decision. We knew we had to take matters into our own hands. We could not let the status quo rest. And we said we're not going to surrender to this reality. So I called the legislature back in the session. I pushed for new common sense concealed carry laws, which were passed and went into effect on September 1. We strengthened background checks and required training. We banned concealed carry holders from, serv- from sensitive locations. And over the last year, we've also been able to uphold the rights of lawful gun owners while getting illegal guns <laughs> off the streets, keeping guns okay. away from dangerous people, and most importantly, driving down the shootings. We are saving people's lives. Uh, yeah, sure. First of all, Hockle, governors don't have rights. Let's get that out right away. I can hear listeners right now. Singh says this in the piece. I live in New York, which is one of the worst states to be a lawful gun owner and a taxpaying citizen. The proof is in the pudding. People vote with their feet when life becomes intolerable due to poor governance. And New York's allegedly wonderful governance has resulted in the loss of yet another congressional seat after the 2020 redistricting cycle. It is grating to see Governor Kathy Hochul still bragging about New York as some sort of bastion of freedom and opportunity in the face of the evidence of outmigration. Part of her braggadocio, that's fun to say, was a video her office posted on Twitter, which we just played for you. And then he mentions right off the bat, first, you do not have rights as a governor. You have powers to govern. And those powers are limited so they don't violate the rights of the people. Brilliant. Utterly brilliant. One sentence Nailed it. Does Hockle not understand that? No, she's a nanny state tyrant, so she doesn't understand that at all. She is. There's no question about that because she's a what? She's a Democrat. That's what the Democrats are. Mm -hmm. Second, your job is to protect the people's rights and liberties. And your matriarchal, that's fun to say, view on protecting her people is condescending bunk. Now, we're getting ready to take a break, but I'm telling you, this sounds like it came from my typewriter. Since we're talking about nostalgic stuff, my typewriter, remember those? 
ding, shove it back over. Remember that? Oh, yeah. My mom used to type my term papers when I was in high school with her fingers. And boy, could she type. She wouldn't even look at that thing. Her fingers would be going nuts. Just we'll be right back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today here in the Sig Sauer Studios on this Fort Worth Armory microphone. All of it brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. We would appreciate that. They appreciate that. And the Second Amendment appreciates that because we keep these conversations alive, and it's those companies that help us do that. And we need your support. That's the way the equation works. We scratch each other's backs here, and we have been doing it for 15 years, and I appreciate it very much. ArmedAmericanRadio.com for all of them. Greg, you didn't like my typewriter? I was on a roll, man. Like I said, I really I needed, I needed the dry version of that with uh, no music under it so that I could use it later. I found myself going crazy, and I just couldn't stop. Uh, apparently. And all of a sudden, the break, I could have just kept going. That was fun stuff. But I see some great comments in there about it. So, yeah, it was fun. That was fun stuff. So uh, let's go back to Hockle, because Singh's piece here is just utterly brilliant. It really is. I mean, he just well done, my friend, well done. First, let's remind you, you don't have rights as a governor. You have powers to govern. And those powers are limited, so they don't violate the rights of the people. It's perfectly said. Second, your job is to protect the people's rights and liberties and your matriarchal, that's a fun word, fun to say, view on protecting her people, in quotes, is condescending bunk. Lastly, concealed carry weapons in and of themselves don't do anything. It depends on who is carrying them. Notice, Hockle didn't say that. Who did she direct her commentary towards? Law-abiding citizens. Who jumped through hoops to get a New York concealed carry permit? Who does the Bruin decision affect? Law-abiding people. Did she say one thing about criminals? Of course not. Why would she? Criminals were carrying concealed weapons prior to Bruin and continue to carry post-Bruin. And Singh reminds us, quote, However, ordinary people's rights to carry guns in public were infringed by New York State's discretionary permitting scheme. He breaks down some of her quotes. Here's one. This is a state where we protect our people. We take this responsibility deadly seriously. Really? The author reminds us, have you paid attention to New York's crime stats? If you have, you know it's a joke. 
You do not protect people of this state. And this responsibility has been treated as nothing but a talking point. Now, here's where this sounds really like me. One year ago this week, the Supreme Court's decision to make our state more dangerous and take away the rights of a governor, the rights of a governor, to protect her people from concealed carry weapons. It was a reckless and shocking decision, and this could very well have been me because I've said this similar many, many times. Hockle is either stupid, a liar, or both. Greg, which one is it? Uh, well, uh, both, and she's also a nefarious uh, tyrant. Yeah, and the writer reminds us that the Bruin decision came after the Buffalo mass shooting in which a white supremacist illegally modified a New York-compliant rifle before going on to commit his crime. And New York already had a red flag law. And New York already had universal background checks that the shooter passed. What did it not have? New York, he's referring to? Armed citizens able to shoot back. So, according to Hockle, disarming decent New Yorkers is because the state takes its, quote, responsibility to keep people safe deadly seriously. Deadly seriously. Deadly seriously. Deadly serious, I think, Hockle. New York's post-Bruin is exactly what this author calls it. A post-Bruin Temper, tra- temper tantrum. A training burden placed on law-abiding citizens. Why did they have it? Why did they, why did they strengthen that? Strengthen is their word. Why did they do that? Who is this applying to? Let's go back to the gangbanger, Dan. I like to do this because it works. I want you to picture a bunch of gangbangers in a Democrat-run city plotting their next crime because that's what gangbangers in Democrat-run cities do. They plot their crimes. Oh, man. We can't carry those guns to rob the liquor store tomorrow. None of us have gotten the New York State training that they just put in place. Said no criminal gangbanger in a criminal den in New York ever. Hockle's either a liar or she's stupid or she's both. She's both. We know that to be the case. Because if she believes her own nonsense, that makes her stupid. Ignorant? Nah. She knows better. Sensitive locations. Keeping people out of sensitive locations. Who doesn't pay attention when carrying a gun in a newly designated sensitive location? Let's go back to the gangbanger den again. Because it works. Picture the den of gangbangers plotting their next street robbery, armed robbery. Oh, man, I was going to go out to Times Square yesterday to commit a couple robberies. But it's a sensitive location now. They just put those signs up. Golly, I got to find a new location. Said no gangbanger in a gangbanger den of criminal gangbangers in New York ever. Who does it limit? You, the business owner, or those of you, as far as I'm concerned, foolish enough to live in Manhattan. 
it's unconstitutional. As the writer points out, we know that to be the case. It's going to get slapped down again. We know that. We know it's coming. The Supreme Court is just waiting this out. We know it's going to happen. But, Greg, I want to go back to the stupid. Is she is she stupid? A liar? Or both? Because there's a lot in that question. If you break down the stupidity part of it, you have to ask yourself this question. How did she get elected? I don't, well, I, I don't know. You look at guys like Fetterman. Fetterman's pretty stupid. He got elected. Joe Biden is stupid. He got elected. There's lots of stupid Democrats out there. They get elected. Boy, do they ever. There's still people voting for Feinstein. She can't get out of her wheelchair. How stupid is that? I could say the same thing about Strom Thurmond and others as too. Others as well. There are still there's stupid Republicans out there too. There's a lot of stupid people in America, ladies and gentlemen, from all sides of the coin. But boy, is it glaringly evident on the Democrat side. Who votes for Sheila Jackson Lee? Ooh. Who put Lightfoot in office? Who's kept the Democrats in power in those cities that are falling apart for a century? Dominion Stupid people. Now, I'm not going to get into the voting system things now. That's going to play itself out. But mm-hmm. stupid voters. Who believes Newsom's nonsense? Stupid people. There are just stupid people. I did a radio show as a guest yesterday. And we talked about this very topic, about stupid people. And when the host asked me a very similar question, are these people stupid? I said, yeah, some of these people are stupid. Some of them you, you just don't want to have a con- You can't have a conversation with. Accept it. Maybe it's your family member. Maybe it's a work colleague. Maybe it's a neighbor. If you're interested in saving the relationship, smile. Walk away and understand, hey, they're just stupid. And, well, you know, it is what it is. I will treat them accordingly. Maybe I'll speak slower to him the next time. (laughs) But you can't win an argument with those people. You're not going to. So don't even bother trying. Some people are not fixable. People like Hockle are just stupid. And when you have stupid and a liar in position of great power, that's that's a recipe for disaster. It's a very dangerous combination of ingredients. As we see in New York, look at the result. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Mike, all brought to you by X-Insurance. We'll be back. One more segment. Not enough time to cover what we want, but we'll squeeze in what we can. We'll be right back. You can't have dinner with them. How are you supposed to have a country with them? At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show. Final segment already. Good heavens. 
flew right by today. It always does. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch in the Six Hour Studios. Fort Worth Armory, Mike on fire for you. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. They make it all possible. Again, a reminder, I will be traveling tomorrow, so we're either going to have a, I think we're going to have a couple encores for you. I'll be on the road, and uh, there's just not going to be enough time for me to get anything taped in for you. So we'll run a couple solid encores. You can enjoy those, and we will be live at Daniel Defense on Thursday from the facility. That's going to be a great time, and we'll be back in the seat. Plenty of time for two hours of live radio for you on Friday. And, of course, we never, ever, ever miss a monster cast. It will never happen ever. As long as God gives me breath in these lungs, we will continue to be here period. So some upcoming travel also going to be up at Sig Sauer, going to be up uh, with North American Arms at a dealer show in Chattanooga for a day coming up soon. Uh, boy, lots coming up. Be down broadcasting in Tampa in mid-August. Be doing an appearance at a gun show uh, with a local dealer down there. That's going to be a lot of fun. A lot happening. And then, boy, I'll tell you what, Greg, all of a sudden it's September, then it's GRPC, then it's back up to Car Arms, and it's back up to Sig. Then all of a sudden, guess what? It's SHOT Show. And then all of a sudden, I hate to tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, but it's tax time again. I don't want to get that far out. But it moves right along, just like this show does. I'm going to take you now to, do you want to talk, Greg, did you want to say anything, any exclamation point on the stupidity of the, of the you know, listen, here's an example of stupidity. If, if you're arguing with somebody that is trying to tell you that men can get pregnant, walk away. That person is stupid. And here's the deal. In order to, discuss anything with someone of that level of stupidity you might have to lower your iq to such a depth that it might not be recoverable greg i would be concerned about you but isn't you've got people in positions of great power that are telling people this stuff yeah um well her track record of making statements in public over the past three years has proven that she's stupid uh, but she got reelected for a lot of that stupid stuff she said because she got elected she wasn't reelected remember she came in after Cuomo was tossed, remember? Well, fair enough on the this terminology. Is her first election. Fair enough on terminology, but at the end of the day, she was uh, put into office after he stepped down, and then she got uh, reselected to, uh, right. to, to do another four years. And what does that because, say? Because of stupid stuff she says, I still lean on a lot of it as voting machines. I, I think we have a real, and I know Justin Moon feels the same way, we have a real problem with our voting systems. And it's not going to solve itself. And to be honest, Republicans aren't doing enough. So well, Democrats getting elected in a place like New York doesn't shock me at all. I think but, you're gonna, uh, I think you're going to have a surprise come to 24 um, elections that it's probably, ooh. again, going to go the, not the way we thought. Uh, and we, you know, I think tyranny will just the boot will get harder on our it, faces. Is it going to be one more big giant what just happened? Yeah, well, we're going to wait to see. 2024 is going to be ugly. There's no question about it. However, that breaks down. I'll take you to Arizona now. I love Arizona. I'll be in Arizona in 20 days from today for about three days broadcasting this show for you. Then I'll be in Arizona in the end of August, and then I'll be in Arizona again the end of September. Love Arizona, especially at this time of year when it's so hot. There's an Arizona man that was fatally attacked and mauled by a black bear. Mauled, in this case, ladies and gentlemen, means partially eaten. Mm. That's what happened. That's they cut the bear open. They found human remains. Ooh. Now, I live, and I think I might have told you this story, but about three years ago, my neighbor and I were sitting on my front porch at AAR Ranch. 
on my front porch about quarter to midnight on a Friday night, enjoying an adult beverage and having an adult conversation. When and this guy was six foot three, still was, was is six three and about three hundred thirty pounds, big boy, jumps up out of his chair and goes, "Look!" And when that size guy jumped up, it shocked me. I went, "What just happened?" He goes, "Look around the wall," and I'm looking at my front yard, and there was a three hundred pound black bear in my front yard. Just turned around and looked right at me. One but twenty feet from us, and that's in a neighborhood at the ranch. Okay. I kind of froze. I thought, what do I do? I was armed, but I don't know that I was armed with something that could have taken that thing down. Fortunately, it went towards my neighbor's house. Isn't that terrible to say? <laughs> yeah, black bears are typically uh, pretty scary. They, they, they are not the grizzly bear that you definitely want to take cover from. Yeah, definitely. But they're, they're powerful enough. And this is a guy that owned, so I've seen these things up close and personal. I don't want to see him again in my neighborhood because it, it, clearly it came out of the woods behind me here at the ranch from the creek down in the holler here at AAR Ranch. And it was a little too close for comfort. We also have one, that was three years ago, we also have one roaming our area right now at a scene in the area of the ranch with two cubs. You don't want to be out walking your dog and cross a mama bear with two cubs, okay? So they're out there. And the reason I mentioned that to preface where we're going here is because it was an Arizona man was fatally mauled by a black bear, which is, is rare. That doesn't normally happen. They generally don't want a confrontation unless they're provoked. In this case, the bear was not provoked. And I'm going to bring you a CNN piece on this. And the reason is I wanted to see how CNN covered it. And I was, again, surprised at CNN. Let's give you put an Arizona man fatally mauled by a black bear that attacked him unprovoked while he was having his morning coffee on Friday. Stephen Jackson, 66, died, and the bear was killed by a neighbor who was trying to save his life, according to the Yavapai Sheriff, uh, County Sheriff's Office. And that's when I thought, okay, there we go. Killed by a neighbor who was trying to save his life. Are they going to tell us how? Are they going to tell us what? From multiple witness accounts and preliminary investigation of the scene, Mr. Jackson had been sitting having coffee at a table on his property where he was building a home. It appears from the sheriff's press release that a male black bear attacked Mr. Jackson, taking him unaware, and dragged him approximately 75 feet down an embankment. Now, this is when, ladies and gentlemen, neighbors heard him screaming, clearly, and tried to help. You know how they tried to help? By shouting and, and blaring their car horns, Greg. That's what, they, that's what they were doing. Now, keep in mind, this is Arizona, all right? Well, let me tell you, when a black bear is attacking somebody and it's in the process of doing so, your car horn and you're yelling at it ain't going to do a thing. Well, I'm Nothing. So, did I miss the detail? Was this in city limits? Uh, no, no. This guy's got some, he had some property out, out in Rural, County, Okay, so they could have easily oh, yeah. shot the bear. Yeah, and could have done that in city limits in Arizona as well, too. But yeah, probably. Of course, if it's attacking you, it doesn't yeah. matter. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shoot things in my neighborhood that are capable of killing my dogs or my kids, right? And I don't have a problem with that. But I had a guy drive up on me yesterday and go, I heard a gunshot on Saturday. Was it you? Yes, it was. Yeah, but that, you're... That dead copperhead, right? Your your ranch is in rural area, though, or in county property. Well, I'm in the county, right. But here's the thing. If CNN finally got to it. The person that stopped the bear attack killed him with a rifle. Not a car horn. Bingo. Not yelling at it, but CNN did get to it, and they did it by quoting from the sheriff's press release. 
I think if it wasn't in the sheriff's press release that it was a rifle, CNN may not have reported it based on the second sentence here that says Stephen Jackson, 66, died and the bear was killed by a neighbor who was trying to save his life. But CNN did report that the sheriff's office did mention that he was killed by someone with a rifle. So there you have it. Another gun, in this case, stopping a bear. Unfortunately, it was too late. Terrible stuff. Always remain armed, ladies and gentlemen. Bad things happen all over the place, even on your property that you know so well. Even here at the ranch, there's bears here, too. I'm glad there's just not lions and tigers as well. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. A couple encores tomorrow for you while I'm traveling to Daniel Defense. We will be live again on Thursday from Daniel Defense. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 